1: This is former Indiana basketball player Brian Evans, and
2: you're listening to Indiana Sports Beat with Jim Coyle.
1: Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat with Corey Leary coming to you from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by rivals, of course, on this Wednesday hump day. Joined now by Dustin Dupirik from The Athletic. Great piece yesterday. Make sure you follow Dustin. Uh, great coverage of uh, Indiana Beat, uh, as well as a lot of other things. Dustin, how you doing, brother? Doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. Todd's with me, as always. I uh, hope uh, you're, you're managing through
0: uh, coronavirus confinement. Yeah, I'm surviving it, hanging in. I mean, same as everybody else. It's starting to get long, right? You know, well, what, it like 11 weeks? You
1: Are you know? growing the corona beard? I'd love to see Dustin DeP- DePiric in a corona beard. I just, I can't imagine that. Ah,
0: no, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I can make it like four or five days without shaving, and that's the end of it. I get, like, itchy and stuff, and I can't deal So, yeah, there's some to guys I've head. seen
1: I, I've that have like it. Todd, you're not one of them, but <laughs> I've seen some pictures of people, and I'm like, yeah, you, you, you need to go ahead and shave. That's not a good look for you, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you sh- some people shouldn't be bearded I'm one of them
1: <laughs> uh lots going on uh there's not a lot going on but yet there's still a lot going on under the uh, surface uh especially uh, always in the basketball and the recruiting world a uh, nice piece out yesterday with Christian Landry's you know he's recruiting his changes he's reclassifying to 2020 he was on here with us talking about that uh well that day he decided or made that Known that that that's going to happen, but it's not a complete done deal as again, as we mentioned that day, but you really pointed out, I think people have not really uh, grasped the entire uh, how the process is working that he's not completely done, but he's he's on his way to being done.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I, I mean, I, I just did that story just because I've always wondered, you know, how, how do kids do this? You know, it, it, it's sort of mind blowing to me. And when, when you think back of I, I mean, I think back to, you know, being in high school. And imagine if you told me, all right, in February of my junior year that I had to go take all of my senior year classes and get them done by the middle of the summer. I'd, I'd look at you like you were crazy. I couldn't imagine doing that. Um, but, you know, so I just basically called the landers and out, OK, how is this working? Um, and you know, I talked to Christian a while back, and I, I, you know, um, Indiana's being weird about talking to freshmen now, but, uh, he basically told me basically at the time, hey, I'm starting on the economics class, uh, you know, and this is where this thing is going, you know, taking four classes online on top of just his, his other studies, obviously, you know, which had to be taken online. Uh, you know, through e-learning basically as it was through the last couple of months, uh, of the semester. But yeah, no, I mean, he's through with an economics class. Um, and as of the last time I talked to him, he was still, or talked to his dad, um, he was still working through an English and, uh, and, and a government class, and then he still got a speech class to do. So I'm not sure how much further he might have uh, come along since the last we spoke. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's an ongoing process. It's one of those situations where, um, you know, you, you just basically just take them on as, as, uh, as online courses. That's the fastest way to get uh, a reclassification done. Basically, he only needed four uh, to get the credits necessary, to get the core classes necessary that he needed uh, to be able to call himself a high school graduate and be able to move on um so yeah no i mean that that's sort of where things stand basically he's just reached the point in in terms of signing the letter of intent to say you know we know that we're going to get done now and basically when when he initially announced his recruitment or or initially announced his uh commitment to indiana uh he had decided at that point that he wanted to reclass um and you know i think it put it out there at that point that he had attended to reclass but didn't want to say it um definitively until you know, he, he passed a certain threshold to be able to say, you know, this is definitely going to get done, you know, that, that I am safe in saying that this is going to be finished. You know, I've, I've, the amount of work I have left is, you know, the, to the point now where, where I am sure that I can finish. Um, so that's kind of obviously the point that he that he reached is saying, you know, I'm, I'm there. I don't have any worries or concerns that I'm not going to make it. It's the same as basically, you know, you sign your letter of intent in November, uh, usually believing that you're going to get your senior classes done. You know, you're not finished uh, yet at that point, but you're obviously saying, you know, I'm far enough along. I don't have any reason to worry that I'm not going to graduate. Um, you know, this is an inevitability. And obviously that's sort of what Christian has sort of determined. Is this is inevitable that it's going to get done. It's far enough along. He's made enough progress so far to know that he's going to get it the rest of the way. Uh, so it's time to sign the letter of intent and make things official and, and make the sort of same moves that you usually make uh, when you're going to be in fresh- a freshman in college.
1: Yeah, I know we've talked about this, Todd. Uh, uh, both of us were, have said that we were neither of us mature enough to to, ha- to have done that. And so just the maturity level that it takes to get through all that stuff and then coming into college a year early, I'm like, man, I, I, I was such a moron. I couldn't have dealt with it but he's been with these guys a lot and it's just it's just helping him and his game and 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 helping him grow up a lot and and, actually
2: and a lot yeah a lot of it Jim is what we've talked about at length with not just Christian Lander but a lot of these guys and different people on the the AAU circuit has um, you know forced or allowed however you want to look at it these guys to kind of grow up a little bit and go through the process it used to be you know a, a long time ago You know, you would go on your your first travel road game in a, uh, you know, in a on a college campus. Once you're on a team, and and your first road trip might be, you know, might be the first road trip you've really ever been on for with a basketball team, and and that's just not the case anymore. These guys travel all over the country playing AAU tournaments all over the place, and um, you know they're spending they're spending the majority of their summers and you know late spring. Uh, summer, and, and then almost right up until school starts, you know, traveling all over the country, playing in big-time basketball tournaments. So, these guys are kind of, they're more mature than you and I were back back when we were graduating, but still, it's a transition that's, I mean, it's not easy. Um, you know, I think what we've learned with a lot of the new reclassifications and things that go on is, um, you know, these guys have the ability to reclassify if they want to. You know, I can remember being going back to your Uh, High school counselor years ago And you know you remember them having you pick out electives And what classes you wanted to take and all that Well I guess I didn't My counselor was smart enough to not let me know I guess I didn't have to take those classes if I didn't want to I could have just taken the four Courses I needed to graduate And and gone home for the rest of the day Which is the equivalent of what these guys are doing But anyway it's just it's a (laughs) These guys are more mature they're different now They've already gone through a lot of these experiences That you and I and, and guys our age Never had the opportunity to
1: yeah, and Dustin, not only that, but uh, w- with the the departure of Justin Smith, uh, he's going to get even more of an opportunity to grow up next season because obviously not that we didn't think he was going to see some time as it was. We don't know everybody. Some people think he's going to start. All that will be determined, but he's going to be playing a lot, I think. And and now with that departure, I, and me and Todd talk about this a lot too, we've heard Archie talk about that up-tempo and all that. Well, he's this roster is kind of getting heading in that direction now. And I think that's something we're going to see, which means you're going to see a lot of guys like whether it's Christian Lander or Anthony Leo or Trey Galloway, all those guys coming in. We're going to
0: see a lot of those guys on the floor early. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it, Justin's departure. I mean, it's it's weird to consider because you think of all the criti- criticism that Justin gets. I mean, he played the most minutes on last year's team. Uh, you know, it's we're, you know it, weird to think about that. I mean, he was on the floor the most. Obviously, played multiple positions, was used to the three and the four um, last year, and you know he, he's uh, it, it's. Uh, he's obviously a guy that could play tempo himself, but what, what it obviously opens up is you can, the the combinations you can have here you know, are, are a lot different, basically. And, and you can go, um, you know, you, they're going to have to go three guards on more occasions, uh, basically, to be able to put a, a lineup out there. So you have situations where you might have, you know, you could put a Lander and a Finnissy out there and then a Durham or a Franklin at the three. Um, you know Durham is probably gonna is is capable of playing every position one two three and he will I, I think imagine have to do so um, and you know Franklin obviously I think is gonna play uh, some level of three which is not I, I don't think he had to do that very much last year I don't I don't you know think they were in a position where they, where they could do that uh, where they could move him out there but I mean it's certainly a position he's capable of playing um, so they're gonna have smaller lineups and like you said I mean like Leal will have minutes that he can get at the two and the three Galloway will have minutes he can get at the two and the three Geronimo uh, will have minutes there the two and the three but also so you know they're they're going to have more options because you know of that three spot really being open and that'll shake things up uh for sure and give them more opportunities to, to play around with some different kind of lineups um and again specifically with with three guard lineups that will you know force i think lander and finessey to be on the floor at the same time i think that's sort of the question saying okay well how many minutes is lander going to play you're looking at a junior coming back and rob finessey who's who's logged a lot of minutes uh playing point guard but you know but smith Smith's departure opens up more of an opportunity for those two uh, to play together. And it's less of a situation of, okay, who is going to win that job. Um, and you could see Lander stepping in and just winning that job. Uh, you know, just being the guy, I mean, there's definitely uh, some areas just in terms of his athletic profile. Uh, that's a little bit superior to fantasy. But again, fantasy played the position for two years has run a, a, you know, Run a college Big Ten offense uh, for two years. Obviously, he has gone through some injuries and, ha- and you know, that's held him back from some of the progress you do, would have expected him to make if he was completely healthy. Um, but you, you you can potentially just have them on the floor at the same time. It'll help. Obviously, I think if uh if I think is certainly capable of playing off the ball, and I think it might help him uh, as a shooter, put him more more in more positions where he's getting catch and shoot opportunities um, as opposed to having to make a lot more happen off of the bounce. Um, so you know, it, it, again, it. it obviously, again, makes opportunities for that entire freshman class uh, where we're Justin out there, you know, they're, they're a little bit pinned behind, especially, you know, the three wings definitely are, are pinned behind if Smith is getting minutes at three. Uh, a lot of minutes at the three, and then you're, you're still worrying about, you know, getting minutes for Jerome Hunter. Um, so, now basically, you have minutes for Hunter, um, you have some space for these freshmen, you have space for three-guard lineups, uh, all of those things have become more possible with Smith at lineup, which again, does not mean that Justin Smith isn't a loss, because he was a productive guy, um, but uh, it, it does, again, force a lot of these guys into uh, more early playing time.
1: And while this COVID-19 pandemic has actually been a blessing for someone like Christian Lander, who's working to, to reclassify and do that stuff, perfect, because you can't do anything else but study and get all that out of the way. If there's been a negative. It's, it's kept them from, from doing a lot of the things they would normally be doing basketball-wise, So, and that is a little critical, but the way things are looking, it looks like students will be back uh, on campus uh, maybe uh, sooner rather than later, so that will be mitigated, but if, if someone like that's not able to get in there, they kind of lose those, those summer reps with the team that they would normally get, and, and that's got to have an effect.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's it, going to have an effect nationwide. Um, but yeah, no, definitely on on, on the freshmen. Um, you know, they're and, it would, and you got to imagine everybody's situations differently. And I don't I don't know what everybody's deal is in terms of who has access to a court. Uh, or even a driveway at this point, because you can't even go to playgrounds, you know, Um, you know, I I don't know. Uh, I I know in Indianapolis, basically every single uh, court is either, you know, the the hoops off, uh, you know, or or there's a board through it. So um, you, you don't know who, like, I know Lander does have access to a gym. Literally there's a church. Uh, I guess you know, up the block from him that is given him and his dad the key that he's allowed to you know just go in, uh, you know, whenever he wants to and get some shots up. But you know, even then, even if you're getting that sort of ability to get some some individual work, you're not getting the teamwork. You're not getting used to exactly uh, your that cohesiveness. And that, that's really key. Yeah, yeah, but but thing. up
2: to but up to this point, the, I mean, this would probably be it would probably either be this week right now or next week when they would actually probably be showing up on campus anyway. Up to this point, and, and mm-hmm. keep in mind, I know things have definitely been different, but up to this point, they haven't missed any any team stuff. Maybe Cliff Marshall might have given them some little workout stuff to do, but really there's not been it's been real minimal impact up to this point. Now if they can't get in there in the next two weeks, th- then all that'll that'll have a negative effect down the road, I think. But but up to this point, there is there's really not been anything I think these these young freshmen would have missed out on. I
0: think, you're right. yeah, but uh, I think it, it's a question of access, though. I mean, I, I, just, I don't know who all, who all has access to what. You know, Lander's fortunate just from talking to him. I mean, he's got a guy who has a gym, you know, that, that he can guys. go to. And, and that's the it's thing, always good like, to have a guy. You're not necessarily guaranteed access to that, depending on who you are. You know, maybe, maybe you have a bucket in your yard, maybe you don't. Uh, you I, know, maybe I'm, you I'm, not,
2: I'm not i am not trying to be argumentative out. with you, Dustin, but trust me, we're basketball people. We've we, Everyone <laughs> always finds a way to find a gym, believe me.
1: Hey, Dustin, yeah, another okay. thing, uh, with now they've got two open scollies for this year still, if I'm correct, and then you've got three for 21. Uh, I, I can't I, – and I keep saying this, I can't imagine them letting both of those go open for this season. There's just no way from a depth standpoint – uh, you know, we saw what the hit they took two years ago from injuries and how that can quickly happen. And then, whoo man, next thing you know, you got you got six guys you can use. So I, I can't imagine them not bringing somebody in at least a grad transfer. I just saw uh, Tim in on the text line that uh, from St. John's a Figueroa kid that six six wing is reportedly hitting <laughs> the transfer portal. But there's tons of guys out there. But there's there's going to continue to be people that surprise. Justin Smith was kind of late. Well, this guy's even later. So uh, there's always going to be people out there.
0: Yeah, sure. No, I'm sure it's they'll definitely look uh, in terms of what's out there. It's you know part of the question is okay, what do you need? Um, and I think the thing that they could most you know help is maybe have another guy uh, that you could throw there in into the five, um, so to make sure that that Jackson Davis is getting some work. At, you know, uh, at the four, I'm sure he's going to you know play at the five two with Drunk. Um, you know that that might be an area to look. But I mean, I, I think you also look back that. Uh, um, you know, you know, last season, basically, Archie Miller was, you know, in the middle of saying, you know, we're playing too many guys. You know, we're playing 11 guys and this is actually too much. Um, and so, it, like, there, there is sort of an issue of making sure that everybody's happy and making sure that everybody's getting minutes. Um, you know, it might help, obviously, to maybe have less of reliance uh, on the freshmen, you know, to go, go get a grad transfer. But um, I don't know that it's something that they're definitely going to want. And especially when it comes to getting a bigger guy, I mean, obviously, uh, Purdue was also in a situation where, where they were looking at that after Matt Harms transferred. You know, looked around the market, said, "You know what? No, I don't like anything that we have. I, I don't like any of these options. Uh, I don't feel like any of these guys are good enough to play for us." Um, so, you know, they might make a similar determination. Like you said, there are still going to be guys who come through, um, I, and, and I think COVID nineteen is having a uh, you know effect there. I think there are some some guys that are sitting around and thinking, you know, they have a lot of time to to sort of spend with their thoughts, um, and that's I think caused some of the guys to maybe leave a little bit later than you would ordinarily expect. Um, so, yes, yeah, some some guys could still hit the market and I'm sure they'll keep their eyes open uh, to see what's there but I don't think it's a guarantee either uh, that they're gonna take somebody I mean it, it would make sense but ultimately I also think that uh, you know Miller is okay with a, a little bit of a shorter rotation and not necessarily uh, you know trying to get you know trying to play 12 guys uh, you know he had you know played 11 for a while last year and I think he got tired of doing that
1: Uh, Another talk a lot about getting older teams want to get older. Archie's talked about, you know, getting older and staying older. Unfortunately, I don't see this team getting to that point for still a couple more years with these open scullies. And, 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 you know, Trey Jackson Davis doubtful will be here after next season. It's possible, but you know, two years from now there, he's not going to be here for sure. Uh, And then you're, you're going to have Al Durham's gone. And so, they're still not really. They haven't gotten to that yet. They're still trying to roll to get to where they're getting older,
0: but they're they're not quite there yet. No, you're right, and it's been the you, you you've had some shakeups, and, and I think you had sort of a uh, weird place to start where you didn't necessarily have one big class uh, getting you started, and, and you know you really look at it even at the um, I guess the 18 class with Langford and all those guys. I mean, the only I think the only one still on the roster is Finney, right? Uh, no, Finney uh, and Hunter. Uh, are the two guys out of that five uh, that are still on the roster? And Hunter obviously lost a whole season, um, so he's sort of behind the rest of that class. And you've he, already lost Forrester and um, uh, and Anderson to transfer out of that group. So you haven't necessarily seen them all sort of coming up together. But yeah, no, it it, it could take a while. And it, you know, hey, if. Uh, you know, I, I've heard people talking you know yesterday about uh, Lander possibly being a one and done. So that's another situation where that that doesn't necessarily get you any any closer to that. There's no guarantee of that happening, certainly, but obviously he's a highly recruited kid. Uh, and so it's not entirely out of the question. So if you lose him and Jackson Davis, To the NBA after this year, if that's the thing that happens, um, then yeah, on top of that, you would lose Durham. Um, And so, you know, you you have a couple of guys that are going to be veterans, basically, the potential of Finnishy being a senior and, uh, you know, Hunter being a junior and Franklin. Um, you know, there, there's a little bit of experience, but you're still not at a situation where you're loaded, uh, with senior and junior type guys. So it's just been sort of a funky class situation, uh, from the, from the time that he built it, uh, you know, from the, you know, roster that he inherited and just everything that sort of transpired down the way. Um, you haven't necessarily had a a group of three and four seniors and three and four juniors together in a class, just sort of getting older together. Um, just for, for various reasons, just haven't, hasn't exactly acted that way.
1: Justin, I appreciate you joining us as always. Make sure you give him a follow, uh, especially at the athletic. I'll join him on Twitter. Todd's got the uh, the uh, the uh, masters going here. We're going to, have to shut those birds up, though. They're driving us crazy. Justin, You're I welcome. can't. I can't thank you for joining us as always, brother.
0: Uh yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me.
1: This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Sports Beat is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to TheHoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook. Follow the show's rebroadcast anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle and Leary or simply go to TheHoosier.com.